Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Coffeehouse Questions. This is Ryan Polly. I'm excited to join you today. Yesterday, when I normally sit down and record a podcast, I wasn't able to uh, because I was attending the Biola Apologetics Conference um, titled A Reasonable Faith in an Uncertain World. And a lot of the stuff that was talked about there kind of went along with what we discussed last week with why the church needs apologetics. And so rather than moving on to another topic, which was what I was planning to post yesterday, I decided to kind of gather my thoughts, think about what they talked about, and then discuss the conference with you guys. And so um, I kind of want to do part two. Why does the church need apologetics? And I think it's simple to understand and to realize that we are living in a culture where people are asking questions. People are challenging the Christian idea of how that we should live life um, and about the moral values and ethics of Christianity. And so we are living in a place where people are asking lots of questions and, and, and coming up against the faith and Christians have to have a response. And we can do one of two things. We can either sit back and not say anything and allow the culture to continue to go the way it goes, or we can respond in some way. And generally what I see online is kind of the easy response. Of the, it just says, well, just love them. You know, if, if, if they disagree with you, just love them. And, and I don't want to say that we shouldn't love them. Of course we should love them. But is that the only response? And I just want to ask you this question. If, if you're a parent and your child comes up to you and has a question on their homework, do you just go, oh, you're so sweet, you know I love you so much, and then give them a hug and walk away? Or in your act of loving your child, do you sit down and attempt to work through the issues that they're going with? If they're having relational problems with a boyfriend or girlfriend, do you just give them a pat on the back, give them a hug and walk away? Um, Or just say, well, you know, I'll be there for you. Or do you sit down and talk through the issues? And I think that we would all understand that loving them is talking through the issues. Loving them is helping them realize what is true. And so in order to love them well, we have to know how to respond to some of these questions and challenges that they bring up. And we don't just say, well, here's a book, read it. We don't just say, well, here, uh, I don't know what to do. Um, but we need to know how to respond. Now, it's okay to say, I don't know the answer. But then I want to challenge you. Do you go try and find the answer to later go to your friend and talk to them? Or do you just say, well, I don't know. We can never know and walk away and leave it at that. And so I just want to kind of challenge you first to think in your response to loving your friends, are you looking for answers? Are you attempting to help them find the truth? Or is it just a pat on the back? You know, I care about you. You know, I love you and walk away and leave it at that. And so I just want to say that, you know, you know, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. Jesus responds and says, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Now, what does it mean to love God with our minds? I really think that means that we love God with our studies, the way we think intelligently about issues. And so some of the questions that were brought up in, in the conference, and it, it talked about how do you get started in apologetics? Well, the easiest way to get started is to build relationships with the people around you, with your friends at work, with your coworkers, with, with your neighbors, and figure out what questions they have. You know, it's easy to get um, overwhelmed by the number of issues when it comes up uh, to Christianity that there are in the world. But instead of trying to understand everything, get to know someone, figure out the questions they have, and that's where you have a place to start. And so some of the main topics that were talked about at the conference was um, a case for the resurrection of Jesus. If someone asked you why 
that you believe Jesus rose from the dead, could you give a reasonable explanation? Could you walk them through uh, a, a case for the resurrection? Or is it just simply, I believe Jesus rose from the dead because the Bible says so, or because that's what I've been taught my whole life. Now, I just want to say that um, starting this week on, on Monday, um, I'm going to start posting a series on the resurrection, walking through a step-by-step process that we can take in order to build a strong case that Jesus really did rise from the dead. Because that is one of the most important issues when it comes to Christianity. If Jesus rose from the dead, then Christianity is true. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then our faith is in vain, as 1 Corinthians 15 says. It helps us figure out which religion is true. If Jesus rose from the dead, then there is life after death. And so that is an important issue. There's also a talk uh, by uh, Dr. Craig Hazen on the challenge of world religions, Christianity and the challenge of world religions. Are all religions basically the same, or is there something that makes religions different? And Christianity is very unique. And so we can sit down with someone and explain the things of Christianity and give some reasons of why they should start investigating the case for Christianity uh, to help make a difference in their life. Then uh, J.P. Moreland gave a talk on the soul, which just blew me away. One of the best talks I've ever heard uh, on the soul. But in our culture today, we're starting to live in a place that's talking about how, oh, we're, you know, we're only material beings. Um, do humans even have souls? What does it mean to have a soul? And he gave a very strong case for why we have souls, what the soul is, and what that means as far as our Christian walk. And it was one of those things that just blew me away. I thought, wow, this stuff just helps us understand how God created us in such a unique way. And to me, it blew me away. It just was like, wow, look at what God has done. This is so cool. And then the whole week, or the whole weekend ended um, with a discussion on how to engage skeptics with truth and love. And this is where I just want to ask you a couple last questions before um, we end today. And what Dr. Muehlhoff discussed, he's a professor of, of communications at Biola University, is that we are living in an argument culture. We're living in a culture where people love to argue. Just look at what is happening around us. We're, there's all these social issues and everyone is just fighting back and forth. But here's the issue. We, we're, we're lo- we love to argue, but we don't like to listen. We don't sit down and really understand what is it that this person is trying to say. And so Dr. Muehlhoff gave a few questions that I want to share with you that we have to understand. We have to get into relational conversations, conversations based on relationships with people, and ask these questions. And we first have to understand, what does this person believe? We love to jump to conclusions and start preaching at people or start trying to convince people of our way without really understanding what is it that they actually believe. And so the first thing we have to do is sit down and figure out, okay, what is it that this person believes? Now, rather than than jumping on them after we figure out their beliefs, we have to ask, why does this person believe this? Because one of the big mistakes that we make is that we only share conclusions. Here's my conclusion versus your conclusion, and we fight back about our conclusions, rather than understanding, why does this person believe this? How did they get to their conclusion? Does their conclusion make sense? Is there some error or mistake in how they got there that we can help discuss? Now, the third thing that we have to ask is, where do we agree? We have to figure out a common place to start. 
I don't know any friendship or relationship that I have where it started with disagreement. If the first conversation I have with someone is a conversation of disagreement where we're arguing, that's not going to be a fruitful relationship. We have to start in the place of agreement. And I think that's where this kind of idea of just love them comes from. Let's just, let's love them, let's care for them, let's build this relationship. But it doesn't start there. And that's where he introduces the last question, which he says, based on what I've learned, what is one thing that I should say? Now, how do I respond? And this comes after some time. This is not within the first five minutes. Now, all of a sudden, you're giving your response. You sit down. You listen to them. You figure out what they believe. You figure out why they believe it. You figure out where you agree. You build the relationship. And then you ask, what is one thing that you should say? Where should you take the relationship? How should that move forward? And then how should you take the conversation, the issues that they're dealing with? And so I just want to challenge you that... that as you move forward, um, people are asking questions. Can you respond? Can you sit down and talk with your friends and your coworkers about why it's reasonable to believe in Jesus Christ? And it's okay to say, I don't know, but we should not stop there. Don't stop at saying, I don't know, and just leave it. But say, hey, I don't know, but let me go find out. And then you go to some of these great resources that are out there for apologetics like stand to reason, uh, cross-examine, or even my website, Coffeehouse Questions, and you figure out answers, you go back to your friend, you sit down, and you discuss the issues with them. And I think that's what it looks like to love on people, to care about them enough that we sit down and we discuss the most important issues with them. We don't just say, hey, whatever you're doing, that's fine, I don't care, keep doing what you're doing. But we also don't just say, well... Uh, here's a hug, pat on the back, okay, have a nice day. I think to love on people means that we want to sit down and discuss these issues because when we love God, we love God with our heart, with our soul, and also our mind, and that is thinking critically. I just want to thank you so much for listening this week. I want to ask you, if you are enjoying these podcasts, it would mean so much to me to go to iTunes, to take 30 seconds or a minute or however long to leave a comment to leave a rating because that rating will kind of help boost it and help other people see what is happening, help other people get answers for what Christianity stands on. And so thank you so much for listening to Ryan Polly. This is Coffee House Questions.